Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ravens back on the practice field tomorrow getting ready for the Kansas City Chiefs AFC Championship game is Sunday at 3 o'clock. You can hear it right here on 105.7 The Fan Westwood One's coverage. And, uh... Great piece in The Athletic last week on Justin Matabike. And let's head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline, where the author of that piece, Dan Pompey, covers the NFL for The Athletic. He joins us now. And, Dan, thanks so much for joining us. I I guess let's start with this. For for people that haven't read the piece yet, what's something about Justin Matabike that maybe surprised you you didn't know before talking to him? Yeah, well, thanks for having me, guys. You know, I I think there was a lot I didn't know about him. Uh, I think there's a lot that people all across the country didn't know about him, maybe even people in Baltimore, you know, because he kind of came out of nowhere this year with the 13 sacks. And I, I kept hearing the question, you know, where did this come from? So I kind of tried to figure that out. And, you know, as usual, uh, the answer wasn't, you know, something you could have in a, in a soundbite. It's kind of a long, complicated life story of how he got to where he is. And, um, you know, I think one of the, the really significant parts of his story is that he could have been a first-round pick. I mean, mm-hmm. he had that kind of talent. Uh, but I think coming out of A&M, he got caught over there when he was in college in a coaching change and ended up not really fitting in with the new regime. And I think it cost him in the draft process. And obviously it benefited the Baltimore Ravens who got him uh, in a bargain round and ended up with a player who – uh, is one of the very best defensive tackles in the entire National Football League now. So they're going to tag him, right? <laughs> right, Dan? I mean, like, you know, you can't let this guy get a sniff of the open market, right? You got to tag him and see if you get something done by the middle of July. Well, you guys know the Ravens' history, and they are not um, uh, against necessarily letting guys walk. They they do it on a regular basis, but uh, he's a different a different kind of guy. And, and I can see no way that, that he walks out the door. You know, I, I know that they value him highly. Uh, and he does things that you really cannot replicate or replace. So um, to answer your question, he's not going anywhere. One way or another, he's going to be a Baltimore Raven uh, in 2024, uh, assuming something crazy doesn't happen. 
John Harbaugh brought in Chuck Smith on his defensive coaching staff, the pass rush guru, uh, this season. But Matabike worked with Chuck Smith in 2022. Uh, I guess, what is his relationship with Chuck? How much does he credit uh, his development to Chuck Smith? Well, he does credit some of his development to Chuck Smith. Like I said uh, in the story, he, he began working with him in uh, 2022, and, and then even after Smith came to the Ravens uh, in, 20, in the 2023 offseason, he continued to work with Des Walker, who was one of Smith's employees at his pass rush school in Atlanta. And he feels like he took another step this past offseason working with Walker. And then obviously you get in-house and then you've got Chuck Smith and you've got Anthony Weaver. Uh, so he really kind of expanded his repertoire as a pass rusher in the last year, adding a, a number of new moves, uh, including a spin move, uh, something he calls a, a ghost move. Mm. Uh, so, so that has enabled him to do more, to be more productive, get more pressures, more sacks, and, and be a, a player that's more difficult, more challenging for offensive linemen to get a handle on it. We're talking to Dan Pompey from The Athletic. It's Inside Access here on The Fan. What, what do you think? It, it, I remember a couple of years ago, maybe it was Peter King who was saying that Dan, that, that uh, Justin might be a defense, a sneaky defensive player of the year candidate, and it didn't pan out. But here he is this year. He's got to be. He's not going to win it, but he's got to be in the conversation. What is it the combination of those things you mentioned, but what does he credit to things clicking this season finally? Well, yeah, I think it's mostly uh, a combination of many things. Part of it, too, is he's kind of being featured by the Ravens' defensive scheme for the first time. Uh, in the past, I think he was a guy that they expected to do a lot of the dirty work and create, mm -hmm. help create opportunities for other players, including Calais Campbell and, and some of the veterans that they had on the team. Uh, this year, you know, he's kind of the man, and I think he's kind of uh, – moved up in the defensive hierarchy, and they expect more of him. And now they're asking other guys to do some of the dirty work, and they're having Justin, uh, you know, scheming to have him freed up in some ways. They're moving him around an awful lot. Um, he has played uh, just 60% of his snaps on the inside. So another 40% have come as a defensive end. Uh, so, so that's kind of new in terms of the amount of times he's been lined up in other positions. And really, 60% uh, of his sacks have come at end or linebacker. So, so that's been a really productive thing for him, and, and that's been a big part of his success in production. Dan, where do you think he kind of fits into the pantheon of defensive linemen, and let's say guys who at least still play the majority of their snaps inside, right? Aaron Donald is getting towards the end. Fletcher Cox might be the end. Chris Jones even, like, had a great season. He, it wasn't, you know, a top three, top four all-time Chris Jones season. We've seen Quinn Williams. We've seen, right, Dexter Lawrence. Those guys emerge. Where do you think Matt Bike fits in? Well, he's uh, kind of in the mold of I would say Donald or Chris Jones in terms of the mm -hmm. production. The difference is, as you said, those guys are, uh, you know, they're, they're veterans. They've been around for a long time. And, you know, if anything, you would expect them to start slowing down at some point. 
Matabike is on the rise. We haven't even seen, I don't think, the best of him. I think he's going to get better in the coming years. Um, but, yeah, he's he's already one of the, the very premier defensive tackles in the league. And, you know, um, the fact that he has got some of that uh, lateral quickness and explosiveness uh, that Aaron Donald has, uh, that's, that's kind of what makes him unique. You know, I, I think there are a lot of good, really good defensive tackles in the league who could, you know, make all pro at any mm-hmm. given years. And you mentioned some of them. I mean, uh, Justin Simmons is another one. He's yeah. a little bit off this year with an injury. But, I mean, you know, there's a lot of really good ones, and I think he's got, he's got the potential, you know, to eventually kind of take the, the crown of king of defensive tackles from Aaron Jones if he keeps developing the way he, he did this year. Dan, I thought I thought it was interesting you writing when Calais Campbell, Justin Houston, the vets leaving. Where now Matt Abike, he could be the guy. Where maybe he was doing some more of the dirty work early on in his career, but now he's kind of the leader and he's really embraced it. Yeah, I think it's a role that that suits him well. You know, he's not uh, the kind of guy, <clears throat> excuse me, who's going to get up in front of the room and give a speech. That's not him, uh, but. He is a type of guy who will embrace the role of having to do more and being more important to the defense. And, you know, it, it helps him that, you know, you've got a great player at all three levels of that defense, obviously, too. So, you know, um, there are going to be times when the things that Roquan Smith is doing, the things that Kyle Hamilton is doing, are going to really help Medebike make plays, too. And, uh, you know, it's a good system. They all work well together. Um, Mike McDonald, obviously, has, uh, has called good good games, and I think the whole vision that's put together by John Harbaugh, the defense, the vision of the, the team, how all the players fit together, put together by uh, Eric DaCosta. I mean, it, it all really complements everything, and, and it works well together. Dan, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about this game this weekend. Like, just your thoughts on the the Ravens and Chiefs? Yeah, I'm really excited for the game. You know, I, I think uh, the Ravens are a team that they probably have as many strengths as any team remaining in the playoffs. I mean, they're as solid uh, everywhere as you can be, and that especially goes if they get a little healthy and get a little little break uh, this week and maybe the two weeks after that uh, with Mark Andrews and, you know, some of the other players are banged up a little bit. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think they've got a little bit of an advantage that way over the Chiefs who, who have some clear vulnerabilities that the Ravens don't have. And uh, I, I, think, uh, I think the Ravens merit an edge in this game. And I think, uh, you know, I, I would love to see them against the best from the, the NFC uh, moving forward in the Super Bowl. Um, Andy Reid, you've been around him a long time. I've been around him a long time. Um, he's endured a lot personally, and he's triumphed professionally in a way that I think a lot of people in Philadelphia um, would have said it's not possible. I know there's rumblings about him maybe stepping down. I'm not sure I entirely buy that, but we know he's closer to the end than the beginning. Where, where do you think he's going to fit in sort of all-time in this thing, when we talk about legendary NFL coaches, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking certainly in top five, top six, right? Maybe, maybe top three, top four. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think the story's not completely written yet with him. You know, I, I'd be shocked if he stepped down. Me I think too. he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's. I, I see him as a guy who will coach until you know he can't coach anymore. Just about. He loves it so much, and I think he's kind of. Uh, he has an equilibrium about his lifestyle and how he does it, and you know, barring any health issues, I, I just see him continuing at least for the foreseeable future and uh you know that could mean you know he's got Mahomes there he could win multiple more yeah. Super Bowls depending on how long he goes but um you know yeah I, I agree with you he's he's definitely one you know he's in the team picture I mean depends how far back you want to go you know you want to talk about uh Shula you want to talk about Belichick you want to talk about uh, Paul Brown and uh, you know, Vince Lombardi, I mean, what he's done is, is really special. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I give a, a little maybe more credit to some of the coaches in this era who have won consistently because they face challenges that mm-hmm. other coaches didn't have with the way that rosters change and the way that, uh, you know, I think that they're dealing with more shifting hands. So, um, you know, there's, Definitely, I think, uh, something to be said for that. And, you know, with Belichick, too, when you talk about him in terms of the all-time great coaches, it's to me it's another, it's another feather in their cap. Dan Pompey is a senior writer covering the NFL for The Athletic. Dan, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Okay, appreciate you having me. Take care. Hey, coming up next is T-Bone time. TMI with TIM. What you got? Well, in light of Taylor Swift coming to Baltimore, some people get agitated seeing her on the broadcast, which I, quite frankly, don't really understand. Some people don't much. like Santa Claus. I mean, there's some, there's some I, people I'm out there. I'm with you. I, I just don't get how a couple seconds of seeing Taylor Swift gets you upset. But yeah, that's, neither, neither. that's neither here nor there. But it brings up the question. What celebrity annoys you the most? Just seeing their face, it just gives you... <laughs> eh. Non-sports, because there's plenty of hateable people in sports, and non-politics. So who annoys you the most, celebrity-wise? 410-583-1057. We'll take your calls, give you our picks next on The Fan. Hot takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. It's T-Bone time, TMI with T-I-M, and the floor is yours. Taylor Swift coming to Baltimore, and boy, am I loving I mean, that's definite? Definite, uh, definite? She's, uh, she's got to be coming. She was there in Buffalo. What? I know, but what I'm saying, what if she has is She's got I, a, I, a makeup concert in Rio de Janeiro. No, I mean, I has I anybody think, checked stop. her booking agent? Stop. I think she's on a break. And, and I'm loving the memes, by the way, of everyone, just Taylor Swift at various places in Baltimore, but whatever. So some people, it irks them for whatever reason. Taylor Swift being shown, you know, clapping for two seconds on a CBS broadcast that gets people fired up. I don't really care, but, you know, whatever. I want to hear any celebrities, non-sports, more than, you know, or non, uh, and and non-political, 410-583-1057. Just people, you just don't like seeing their face. They, They annoy you. They grind your gears. I got a platter here oh and i guess he's semi-sports but he's a scrub jake paul jake paul's got that prime drink 
the the, the boxer, the one he's wrestling. He wrestles now too. Doesn't he oh, do he the prize? Is that his brother? It, it, I don't pri- know. I don't Logan care. Paul. They, they one of them's a wrestler. They a both f- started some BS YouTube channel. Hey, got they got this fame. energy drink. The kids drink. Got, got some fame, and now my homie just you know fights janitors and wants to proclaim that yeah he'll kick anyone's ass. And but wait, is this the guy who fought Mayweather or whatever? Yeah, I think oh, so. Mayweather, the AARP guy. I mean, like, still, that, I mean, you didn't, you didn't even follow your own instructions. No, well, I this said, sounds I awful said sports-like. Yeah, it's got a sports slight. drink. He's a wrestler no, and a boxer and an MMA guy, a and he's got a sports drink. He's got a sports drink. He's a wrestler, and the other guy, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is, is the he is. is the scum of the earth. He is uh, basically one of those social media influencer guys. Total misogynist, like, total guy that, like, you know, want to be, like, pull your bootstrap up kind of dude Don't who know. has, like, so many skeletons in his closet. Hmm. And I, I was one time at a bar, and someone, like, was bringing it up and, like, defending this guy. I was like, dude, how can you defend this guy? He is the biggest bleep. I don't know. Bleep. I know nothing of him. Look but up I, if, Andrew, he, if Bone hates him, I hate look him. Look up yeah. Andrew I'm Tate team Bone. during the break. Andrew Tate is the scum of the Is earth, he like a Joe Rogan kind of guy? Him. Is he like Joe Rogan? Oh, I think he's worse than Joe okay. Rogan. I, I think. I, I don't know if there's is he a many conspiracy other theorist? I've no, gone 52 it, it, years without knowing who this guy is. I, I, well, I think I'm good. I, Andrew Tate's not at the level of... But some people like worship this guy because they think like, oh man, he gets girls. He yeah. he gets all these guys, but he's like so he many gets girls. Stone, Stone Feltz gets so, girls. So many. He doesn't have to be a jerk about well, it. Well, Which, just to clarify, he gets girls and guys. I said girls. You said and he gets all these guys. You follow that up with he gets girls. I can get him to pull the tape if you'd like. I, I would like. He well, said, I think he means like maybe all these said, guys like want to no, be like him meant. because he all gets all these guys. Yes, said he gets girls and guys. I think that's good for him. I'm explaining for you, Michelle. If you want to pull it, so Andrew Tate. And Jake Paul are my two. Oh, okay, they're not exactly household names. Yeah. I gotta say, I, I went, I, I went full celebrity with the Kardashians because I don't, I like, I get it, but I don't get it. Do you but blame I them get or it. do you blame society? Uh, well, but either way, I, I see too way too much of them. I mean, are they a reflection of society's flaws more than they are? I, I'm even just like self-aggrandizing capitalists. I, I, I don't. Mean, that's, I, I don't want to get too deep about it. I just don't. They annoy me. You, they, I think it's a fair question to ask. I did. They just annoy me. Aren't they holding a mirror up to uh, our biggest flaws? I don't care. I just they annoy me. Jason, we. I wasn't thinking of this before. But somebody you met somebody mentioned Tom Cruise. Signed any celebrity Scientologist, I despise them yeah. and their fake religion, their cult. Yeah. Now, yeah. but I despise them. But then I also feel sorry for him because yo, you got played by a cult. Yeah, um, I like his movies. I don't care about him personally. Like a Mission Impossible movies are cool. I hate Pat McAfee pretty much. Anybody uh, who can make MLK Day about him and a, a privileged white multimillionaire punter. Who can find a way to make MLK Day about him? It's pretty special. Mm. He's got a gift. I didn't notice that. I do like I'm his show. I'm over that jackass. I like his show. I'm entertained. Shell, you got someone? Uh, I, I was actually going to agree with Ken initially, and I wanted to get another answer, so I actually went and found someone else. Uh, I'm tired of Elon Musk. He ruined Twitter. Oh, that's a good one. I can't use TweetDeck anymore. I can't that's tweet out of the station account and my own account at the same time anymore. You got rid of TweetDeck? Yeah, you can't, you can't use TweetDeck anymore. He's a world-class a-hole. That's a good one. He needs to go up to the moon and never come back. By the way, before you get to the calls, real quickly, we have some breaking news. Chargers are hiring Tom Telesco as their GM. Jason, any thoughts? Chargers fired Tom Telesco. Yes, I mean, excuse me, the Raiders are hiring former Charger GM. Interesting. Yes, apologies. Yes.
Interesting. Um, he has no obvious ties to Antonio Pierce. I mean, obviously, this is a total separation of church and state. Remember, the previous GM, Dave Ziegler, was hired by yeah. Josh McDaniels. Um, yeah, I thought Champ Kelly. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He was in a little bit of trouble there. Telesco's interesting. He knows the division really well. Yeah. Uh, was trained by Bill Polian. Um, things did not. He, he got a long run into the Chargers, and it didn't go well. Um I like him though. I get along with him. He's one of the, yeah. he's one of the few out there yeah. who still don't hate me. Yeah. So uh, personally, that's that's fine Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Let's go out to the calls. Kevin is in Towson. Kevin, you're on the fan. Hi guys, first time caller. Uh, I agree with the Kardashians. They not they haven't done anything their whole life. They have their own TV show. Yeah. What the hell? They're you famous know, for being famous. Uh, yeah, famous for not being famous. Yeah. You know, Paris Hilton was was it. But now, you know, they're they're on the bandwagon and it, and it's it's a waste of T V. I don't watch but it. But somebody's no, tuning in. If they got no ratings, they oh, wouldn't be on TV as much as they are. People, yeah. They wouldn't have all these endorsements. Look, they wouldn't be everywhere. Look, blame you, society. You might hate I don't want to blame society. I blame them. You, you might not like someone, but a lot of people might like them. Alan is in Towson. They're pretty Alan good at some fan. stuff. I think so, yes. Uh, Who is? <laughs> what? Yeah, they are. Good afternoon, gentlemen. What's good up, afternoon? Alan? How you doing? Uh, good question. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Ken definitely uh, stole my thunder uh, oh, with uh, the Kardashians. Just just zero contribution to the betterment of society. Damn. But um, my, my, uh, a close second would probably be Paris Hill. I was going to say, I was about well, to say, she similar. must be part of this. If yeah. you're going to go after the Kardashians, so. you got to go after the entire genre. Yeah. Kim Kardashian did bring a certain thing kind of back into the mains or at least put a focus on something that maybe wasn't being focused on. I think that was already kind of in. Uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot came before that. I mean, there's a lot of things that came before that. Doing the butt came way before that. Unless you're saying saying it was in, then it faded, and then it came back. Yes, she brought it back. I would say it never went away. (laughs) It depends where you're looking. (laughs) Alan, Alan, you're on the fan. Timeless classic. Yes. (laughs) Alan? Hello? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I hate uh, Demi Lovato. Oh, wow. And then then took that back, and then she got triggered at an ice cream store. 
Hmm. Or oh. having fat-free yogurt, you oh. know, she's just off a rocker. Brain stream, brain freeze is a thing, sir. Marilyn Mosby, close second. Oh, no, no, that's po- well, that's, no, that's politics. That's, that's, that's definitely yeah, politics. Yeah, 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 that's that's politics. Demi Lovato, I didn't uh, think she really hurt anybody. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I don't. I know nothing. Yeah, yeah. Blame society for I'm the Kardashians, fine. though. I'm going to yeah. stick to my gun. What uh, what Demi Lovato song would you like coming back for break? Yes, yeah, a good one? Didn't she do a... She, there was she, one I didn't hate that she She put did. a rock cruel twist on her songs. Yeah, Cruel for the Summer's a good <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. Hey, I kissed a girl and I like... No, that's I know. Not that. I, know uh, I know, I know, I know. I'm not putting it past me. Nah. That's uh, Katy Perry. There you go. Hey, Ravens getting ready for the AFC Championship game. We'll chat with our friend Rita Hubbard next here on The Fan. Little Demi Lovato coming at you because it triggered our, our last caller. We got no issues with Demi Lovato. No, I, I like Demi Lovato. Fine with Demi. Ah. Uh, so anyway, Ravens are uh, off today. They're back on the practice field tomorrow to get ready for the Chiefs. We'll head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Our friend Rita Hubbard joins us every Tuesday and it's right now. And Rita, good afternoon. Thank you as always for joining us. Let's let's go backwards before we go forwards. What'd you think of Saturday? Rita, you there? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. No, you're good. I must be. Can y'all hear me? We got yes. you. Gotcha. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm in a bad area. I don't know why I'm in a bad area because I'm like right now cell reception here. But uh, ask that question again. <laughs> Just your your reaction to what you saw. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I saw you were there Saturday afternoon into evening. The Ravens beating the Texans. Oh yeah, so I was there. Uh, it was cold. But listen, I mean, when your adrenaline is pumping like that, um, you know, it does help a lot. It does help, you know, with the, the cold weather. Um, I saw a lot of people complaining about, you know, the resales because tickets were relatively cheap um, for that weekend. But listen, people bought them. The, the, the bank was packed out. They were loud. It was a good time despite the cold weather. I had a really great time. Um, and so, you know, I'm just, I just love the, the playoff vibes here. And, and obviously, you know, we get an opportunity to see them in the Ravens first AFC championship at home, but, um, divisional round weekend was such a good time. I really enjoyed it. Unfortunately for me, I seen them tickets for, uh, this weekend and, uh, I'm going to be watching it at home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rita, standout in Saturday's game, Ronald Darby, and that's one of multiple one-year contracts that Eric DaCosta gave out that really has came back aces. Just how big of an impact has Darby been considering that Marlins missed eight games? Love Ronald Darby. I thought that they would be okay uh, with Darby being in the game. And at first he struggled a little bit against Schultz. Uh, when they, they, you know, lined them up uh, together. But then eventually he figured it out. And I'm, I've always been confident in what Darby has been able to do. I thought that he played well when he was with the Broncos. I, I, I'm sure y'all, I say this many times, my boyfriend's a Broncos fan. So I, I watch a lot of his games as well. So I had an opportunity to know what Darby was like before he got injured um, and he tore his ACL. So the fact that he's been able to come and play less than a year after he tore his ACL, which I believe was October of the year before, to me has just been phenomenal. And what he's been able to do um, in absence of guys like Marlon Humphrey has just been fantastic. So it does make you feel less anxious about what the Ravens will look like if Marlon doesn't play because you do have confidence in their, their cornerbacks. Rita, we did some polls late last week and talked a lot about um, – in theory, right, who would you rather play, 
Bills or Chiefs and how they match up X's and O's and this or that. And and I I I had myself thinking, you know, I I'd, I'd rather take maybe um, a run at the Chiefs than the Bills. But then it comes here, right? Like now we're on the cusp yeah, of this. Now it's the thing, and it's like, bro, <laughs> this guy's played sixteen playoff games and won thirteen of them, and combined for over five thousand yards and over fifty touchdowns in a season worth of games against the best of the best, and he's in his sixth straight championship game, and it's just like, that's a lot. Yeah. So what were you thinking? That's what I want to know. When you was like, give me the Chiefs over the Bills, who ain't really done nothing in the playoffs. I know. I, I messed know up in the head. Blame I don't me. know why you went there. It's my fault. I was, look, the, the Bills, to me, were they're banged up on defense, yep. as they kept saying on, on the broadcast. They only had three active linebackers. Um, so I, I wanted to exploit their defense. Now, um, I, I thought that Kansas City was, like, one that you could deal with because their wide receivers mm-hmm. led the league in drops. So you thought that that was a problem. Here's the problem now. They've been catching balls in the playoffs. So yeah. now, and potentially – an issue, but the one thing that I did notice, um, you know, in that game was how um, Buffalo gashed Kansas City on the ground. Now, at times they did use six linemen to help do that, but they were absolutely just moving the ball on the ground against the Chiefs, which is something. Mm-hmm. And even Chris Jones said it in his post game show, like that's something we got to tight, uh, tighten ourselves up on. So that is optimistic. And in my opinion, if you ask me, the Bills did themselves a disservice by going away from the run and starting to pass mm-hmm. because they were so successful against the, you know, in doing and running the football. So I don't think that that's the same problem that the Ravens are going to have. We know that they like to be balanced, but we know that they love to run the football. So if they feel like that that's a weakness that they can expose, I, I don't see them doing what Buffalo did by, oh, we got to force the ball in Josh Allen's hands. We have to because he's Josh Allen. I, I just don't see it working that way. And also, too, the best defense is keeping Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines as well, so it, it helps with time of possession. So, Rita, now it, it's a reality, as Jason said. Like, where, How are you feeling about this football game? Um, I'm nervous. Been nervous since yesterday, y'all. I mean, like, literally, I ain't have no time to celebrate that divisional win. I just started once we realized who it was, and I was just like, yeah, this, this is not good in terms of my nerves, not in terms of what, what I think is going to happen. But um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a dude that is just amazing. We watched Patrick Mahomes have a high ankle sprain and still play in a Super Bowl and yeah. run around like nothing was wrong. So he's a little, um, uh, you know, uh, maybe a, a mortal <laughs> in a way, it feels like. Um, but I just feel like that the Ravens, this is their time. I think that they're so balanced and they have so many good pieces on both sides of the ball. Um, that I just really, truly believe that they match up extremely well against Kansas City. And so um, I'm confident. I'm not foolish. I'm not, you know, I'm not overzealous. I can, I understand that this could absolutely go um, to the advantage of the Chiefs because, again, Patrick Mahomes is just a, a person that we've never really seen before. But uh, ultimately, I I'm always going to have faith in Lamar Jackson because of what he's been able to do as well. And now that he has the weapons to do that, um, and he has the defense that's been playing lights out, I definitely think that the Ravens have a chance to advance to Vegas in a couple of weeks. Quick uh, shifting gears here. Um, we were just having a, a existential debate and want to get your opinion on it. Do you think Uh-oh. that the rise of the Kardashians says more about their um, worldview, right? Like their capitalistic idealism 
or does it in fact really re- reflect more so the flaws of this, us as society? This is your discussion. In so much as we put them on a pedestal and we give them the ratings to which they're allowed to exist in our consciousness this much for this long. Wow. That's yeah, deep. it's the latter. This is the we, thank you. This is the deepest the discussion ladder. ever it's had like, about the Kardashians. If, if you don't, if we're not paying people no mind, then they're not going to keep doing yes. it. It's not successful. The problem is us, right? And yes. I, I say this to me too when I'm on Twitter and I see people, you know, um, doing these, you know, because everybody got, you know, they buying blue checks out here, so they're trying to get people to engage in their tweets, and they're saying the most ridiculous things, and it's our fault because yes. they trying to. At the end of the day, they trying to get paid money. That's sure. really what's, what, what. And so, when every time we retweet or every time we engage, that goes into their bank account. Yep. So it is my fault when I engage. I am the idiot. So I don't watch Kardashians. In that case, I'm not the idiot. I'm actually no, pretty. I'm smart not the there. idiot either. Uh, but I, I, you know what I do do. It's entertaining enough for me to let people go to post the clippings on Twitter because I don't feel like, and it go, it comes up on my timeline like mm-hmm. I don't go searching for it. Sure. If it comes up, I'll look at it, but I don't I don't go seeking the Kardashians show. There's nothing about those people or that show that excites me or or is entertaining yep. to me personally. Agreed. I ain't knocking nobody who like it, but that ain't that ain't for me. Rita, is there a specific celebrity that just grinds your gears? Uh, majority of them. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and you know what's funny? It's not even their fault. Like, like the, all right, for instance, the whole t- Taylor Swift thing. I'm sure Taylor Swift is a beautiful person. You know, I, and, and I've seen her tweets before. She, she seems compassionate. She seems like a really nice girl. Um, and I feel bad because I don't like her now. Because mm. they, have, they, have, they have showed that lady like she is playing the damn game. And it's not her fault. It's really not. I, you know what I mean? Like... Why should I dislike Taylor Swift? Now she, now, she ain't never fit my fancy. I don't listen to her music. But, again, I mean, I understand why people do. She's a nice girl. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that she – I would like her in real life. I, I absolutely think I would like her in real life. I don't like her so because you, I'm tired of seeing her on TV, and that's not her. That's not even her fault. Right. So it's fair to say that you and Taylor Swift have bad blood. I mean, I think it's clearly one-sided. <laughs> she don't know I exist. Yes. But it, it's not bad blood. I just will be like, you know. You, you might know, run hey, into her this weekend. I ain't going to that game. I just sat there. But she could be a restaurant. I know you're out and about. You yeah. could you could happen to be at the now, same VIP hotspot as she is. Now you y'all know damn good well that lady gonna get on a, a quick plane, get on, go to the stadium, a quick plane back. She ain't perusing around Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, and <laughs> no. I hope I hope she's seen all know. the jokes that I'd, we've made. I bet she's I at the Four Seasons. I bet she's uh, at the Four uh, Seasons. I have a couple of suggestions I can send her. She might not, you know, y'all might not like them, but, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well. I can give her to some different parts of town that give us some culture. Let me. There let we me go. You up, Taylor. Rita Hubbard, thanks as always. Thank we'll you. chat next week. Enjoy the game. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Here's a question. Is Justice Hill the T-bone of the Ravens? Mm. We'll explain next here on The Fan. Are you team bar soap or team body wash? Oh, that's a good question. I just think the bar soap cleanses you better. Yes. To be honest with you. Yes. Lock and Fora, Wyman, and Barbalace. I've always liked body wash. 1057 The Fan. Uh, this is allegedly a Sum 41 song, and with that, the fifth caller right now. Let's do fifth caller. How, how about we do that, Ryan? Oh, I know this song. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. I don't know the words. What's the difference? You don't know the chords either. Just come on, make something up. Yeah, I recognize it now. Two tickets to see Sum 41 on the tour of the setting Sum 
on April 29th at Pier 6 Pavilion, courtesy of Live Nation. 410-583-1057. Call now. You can win those tickets. But Let's who are get, they on tour with? Did they say? Who it just with? says. I, it doesn't say. They might be there at Pier 6. They might be by themselves. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're with Avril Lavigne. I don't maybe know. Demi Lovato. Maybe Demi up. Lovato. Yeah, yeah. That would be something. Yeah. That, now, that's a tour. Yeah. Maybe Beyonce's there. I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's, that's a bit uh, much. You're, that's you're a, come on, crazy. Yeah, come on. So. Hey, Justice Hill. <laughs> yes. He's a glue guy, just like the bone. He is. Unsung uh, hero. Look, he, he um, he's someone we always knew had a, a, a really um, diverse skill set and, and probably would play more elsewhere than he did here, but there's been uh, a litany of other backs in front of him, and... Most of them are gone or hurt at this point, and they're kind of back to him getting an opportunity to be the lead back. And I, I, I love what he brings to the table, and he's their best pass protector. The Chiefs are number one in the league in sack rate, so like I don't think like I think he's going to be on the field quite a bit when the Ravens are passing. And I think what he can do out of 11 personnel not that they can't run it with Gus as well and tomorrow we'll get deeper into the Ravens specifics of their run game and how to attack the Chiefs but there'll be a role for him on the ground and where I think he could really shine in this game guys and I alluded to it with Cynthia Freeland if you were listening early in the show the Kansas City Chiefs defense people are attacking them with running backs in the passing game more than any team in the league the last four weeks alone, there have been 34 targets to run running backs against the Chiefs. 26 of them have been caught. That's in four games, right? 50 targets to running backs in their last seven games played. Five-plus receptions by opposing running backs or more in six of the last seven games. And, you know, there's some teams where there's two or three guys who might fit that mold. I mean, here, that's Justice Hill. Right, I mean, it, it, Keaton Mitchell's not here. I think we know Gus. I mean, he'll catch one every now and again, but the yards after the catch guy is Justice Hill. Yes. The pass protection guy is Justice Hill. Um, Justice Hill, next to Lamar Jackson, will probably get their most carries in this game, I figure, unless there's a whole lot of volume inside the, you know, inside the 10 or there's a lot of short yardage situations. And I think it's worth noting, since Keaton Mitchell went down, Justice Hill has at least two catches in four straight games. He has at least 15 receiving yards in four straight games. And he has a reception of 19 yards or longer in three of the last four. Reception of eight or longer in all four of those games. So every yard matters in these kind of games. And especially if Willie Gay's out. Willie Gay's one of their better off-ball linebackers. Willie Gay's the guy who would probably be spying Lamar Jackson. He was spying Josh Allen until he got hurt last week. Like, if Willie Gay's out, I think all the more reason... That horizontal passes to to Justice Hill might make a lot of sense because I'm going to keep it real. If they weren't pushing the ball downfield against the Texans in that secondary, like I'm not sure Spags is going to give that up. The Chiefs don't give up big plays, and the Chiefs have better corners and better safeties than the Texans had, and the Chiefs have a better pass rush too. So this might be another game where there's not a whole lot of plays over 15 yards in the passing game. It's also worth noting Justice Hill – with the 15 touches in that playoff game, that was the most he's had all season, guys. And mm. and even going back to the Miami game, it wouldn't be crazy to say he could have a handful of catches. He had five catches for 64 yards against Miami. And he's fresh because most of this mm. year he's playing second fiddle to somebody else. Coming up next, there's a major 
sporting event this Sunday in Baltimore. We'll be joined by the mayor of Baltimore, Brandon Scott, next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.